Warning, this episode contains adult language and adult humor. Since when have trumpet players ever been considered adults? If you are easily offended by these types of conversations, consider switching to the oboe. Welcome to the Trumpet Gurus Hang podcast. I'm your host, Jose Johnson. This is a special year-end edition of The Hang, where we'll be taking a look back at some of the highlights of 2020. In this episode, I'll be bringing you all of my guest responses to a very important set of questions from the Robinson's Remedies Rapid Fire Round. The questions? What are the most underrated and overrated aspects of trumpet playing? The answers? Stay tuned and you'll find out. So, pour yourself a big glass, pull up a chair, and let the hang begin. Hey, thanks for joining me today for this year-end episode. So, this episode, we're not going to have a real guest today. We're going to have lots of guests. So, what we're going to do is go back over the course of this year's episodes, and I'm going to pull the answers that each of uh, my guests have given to this very specific set of questions. Now, when I first started the podcast, I had a segment that I called the Nagel Speed Study Rounds. Um, just kind of a rapid fire round. And uh, this later became known as the Robinson's Remedies Rapid Fire Round. Uh, This has been sponsored by my good friends, Kenny and Richard uh, from Robinson's Remedies. So show your chops some love, check them out. And this segment was just designed to kind of go all over the place, asking uh, different questions to uh, each of my guests. But uh, they're there's one question that really focuses in for trumpet players, which obviously this podcast is about trumpets. So why not ask a trumpet related question? So the question is a two parter is uh, what do you think is the most uh, overrated aspect of trumpet playing? What do you think is the most underrated? And the reason I ask that is because particularly uh, if you're, looking at what the pros do, what, what the, the great recording artists, the great soloists, the, whether it be jazz, orchestral, uh, commercial, doesn't matter. Right? These are the people that, the, that are at the top of the game, the, the educators, what are the people that are, that are teaching the next generation of trumpet players? What do they view as the critical components of practice of trumpet? What are the things that you really need to make sure you focus on? And what are the things that maybe people tend to focus on, or at least in in our guest opinion, what are the things that people put a little more energy into that they maybe can back off just a little bit? It's not saying that it's not necessary. It's simply saying that this is not the most important aspect of playing in their eyes. So Everybody's got different answers, and it's kind of interesting to see uh, what people responded to this. So, without any further ado, we're going to get into this rapid-fire round. Answer to the question, what are the most overrated and the most underrated aspects of trumpet playing? From my guest from 2020, Wayne Bergeron. Okay, now we're gonna we're gonna go directly back into the the land of trumpet. Um, what aspect of trumpet playing do you think is the most underrated? Uh, style. Okay, because we just concentrate so much on the uh, you know the range and the physical thing. You know, mm-hmm. what do you think is the most overrated? Range. Range. Trent Austin. Okay, here's a two-part question. Okay. First one, what aspect of trumpet playing do you think is underrated? Tone production. Everybody's so concerned with their damn technique that nobody is, not nobody, but most people aren't trying to, and this is coming from an improvising perspective. Okay. What makes Clark Terry so unique? Two things is tone and his articulation. And sometimes those go hand in hand. Freddie, same thing. Clifford, same thing. Lee, same thing. You know, Pops, Roy, all these great innovators. One, you could tell the highest compliment I could ever give any musician is I could tell they're playing in two or three notes. 
Think about yeah. Winton. I mean, come on. There are a lot of people that bash Winton's sound. And I'm just like, well, they're jealous. They're insecure. <laughs> He's done all yeah. the work. They haven't. Yeah. But he has developed a completely unique and beautiful concept of what he wants to portray through his instrument. It's like, are you kidding? That's like the, that's the, that's the height of the, the mountain. Yeah. It's like okay. you give a, give Jimi Hendrix guitar to a kid. Are they going to sound like Hendrix because it's his guitar? I don't think, well, they might, well, what, what's the stringing? What's going on? But so that's, that's, definitely my number one take okay. time for tone i mean seriously think about what you want to sound like then you have to cater your whole practice routine to help develop that yeah. no doubt okay cool all right what do you think of the most overrated aspect of trumpet playing multiple tonguing because if you think about it i mean as an improvising musician i never have to double tongue uh as 80 85 to 95% of wind band music, unless it's a fast march, single tongued. So I'm not saying you shouldn't do it, but I think if, if you look at the Arben book, he kind of sort of put it there. I mean, this text is like full of like tonguing exercises. And then there's 20 pages on double tonguing. It's not, it's only like stressed because it's, Familiar or unfamiliar? Playing in C versus playing C sharp. You know, when Alan Vizzuti was a kid, he learned to double tongue and single tongue at the same time. So for him, it's, there's no limit because it was just like another thing to do. Yeah. We make it this new thing. So then we spend, okay, kid, go practice an hour on double tongue. Well, if you only practice one hour once every week or whatever, fine. If you have music, they have to do it. Then you build it into your practice routine. So you then approach it to like in a pragmatic way. So kitty, 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 kitty. Oh, wow. I'm double tongue. Congratulations. So yes. Okay. Oh, cool. All right. Double tongue with a terrible tone. Guess what? Yeah. Yeah. It's not going to matter. Not going to matter. Aaron Rom. What aspect of trumpet playing do you think is the most overrated? Uh, <laughs> techniques like specialized techniques for high note screaming. Um, and, and I say that not, not to piss off people. I say that only in a way of, of when, when it's, um, when it's for a specific purpose, good. Right. But if that's all we want to do, then we're missing out a lot. Right. Mm -hmm. So, I guess it's not even the technique. The technique itself is important, but the way that we look at it rather is, is the uh, more important part, I think. Okay. Uh, what aspect do you think is the most underrated? Long tones. <laughs> Long tones. <laughs> Long tones it is. <laughs> Chris Cromer. What aspect of uh, trumpet playing do you think is most overrated? Of playing? It's overrated. Yeah. Or let's, let's actually, let's, let's think about it. Maybe think about it from terms of like uh, uh, equipment. You know, what, what thing is, are people just like freaking out about thinking it, it's so important, but in reality it's. Oh yeah. Four size. Easily. Yeah. You know, it, it's like everything. It's relevant, but in and of itself as a solitary point of adjustment, it, it's meaningless. It, it's, you know, what bore, what horn, what manufacturer, what else is the, what's the horn made out of? What kind of horn is it? What is it for? What key is it in? You know, what mouthpiece are you using? What's the thickness of the material? What, you know what I mean? There's so yeah. many things that go into how that horn plays, whether it's a good horn, a bad horn, or what it's going to do for you that choosing it with the mindset of thinking about only, and I'm not saying people only think about bore size, but it is something that comes up a lot that were, you know, someone sometimes won't even try an instrument that they might otherwise like because it's got the wrong stamped, you know, letter on the casing, yeah. you know? And, you know, maybe that served them well. Maybe they've already tried that horn and I just don't know. But, mm -hmm. I, you know, I, I, I'm more like, hey, you know, if you're, if you're looking to solve a problem and, and get an instrument that's going to work for you, it's more to kind of just open your mind and play it and, and let the instrument choose you in a way 
but then you also have the thing with you know especially i guess in your orchestra world um i guess more so when it was more bach dominated because i guess yamaha is really starting to bleed into the orchestra sections now the trumpet speaking wise Mm -hmm. um but it used to be you know you sit down in an orchestra and you didn't have a bach c trumpet you know yeah you can be asked to leave exactly (laughs) so i mean that's i'd be asked to leave regardless so it doesn't matter what more i play so you know that 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 that's part of it. To be fair, that 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 people are going to be a little more geared to say, well, if you don't sit down with a large four C, then you know you're going to get grief for it. So I guess you better just sit down and shut up and adjust to it. Yeah. Well, what do you think the most underrated thing about equipment would be? Yeah. Yeah, cleaning. You know, cleaning. it sounds like it sounds like a sales hawk, but it just keeping the horn in peak condition, you know, keeping, keeping an eye on things, being, being familiar with your equipment and basically what's going on with it. So you can kind of, you know, look for the spots, know when it's getting, you're having a corrosion issue or just, just keeping it in here regularly, you know, uh, so you can keep an eye on things and make sure that the horn is going to work for you the best. You know, the more, the more you talk to somebody like, you know, myself, I guess, the more you're going to be aware of like maybe how more, how more of an acidic player you are versus someone else who can get away without cleaning their horn for 20 years. And it's fine. Um, you know, it, you know, that's something that, you know, talking to the player, I'm going to make them hip to is that, you know, Hey, you're pretty acidic. You're eating these valve stems up pretty quickly. Like you should probably get your horn cleaned twice a year. And the thing is, it, it just, there, there's no replacement for a professional cleaning because you can put it in a good warm bath. Let's say you don't even care about your lacquer and you put it in a nice hot bath with soap. It, like calcium deposits are not water soluble. You know, all those hard, hard things in there that are eating through and, the, and the causing all the bore turbulence are not going to come off with soap and water and a, and a nylon bristle brush. You know, the things that are going to get those off are a solvent chemical or an ultrasonic cleaning machine or something like that that's designed to pulverize or to, you know, to, to, to eat away at that stuff. So cleaning it on your own is definitely something you should do, but it shouldn't ever be thought that this is all you need to do and the horn will be honky-dory, Yeah, you know. So that, cool. that's definitely an underrated thing. And, and the right weight oils. A lot of times people want to change things out or tighten something up or loosen something or just do some other type of adjustment. And when I kind of started looking at the horn, I realized, well, if we use a heavier oil on this, it fixes the problem. And, and they're like, so I don't need, I'm like, no, you can spend a thousand dollars on that if you want. But if you just use a heavier oil, I think you'll be fine. Now there's, you know, a lot of times, sometimes you, 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 you do need major, like a valve rebuild or something like that. But I think people understanding the proper weight and chemical makeup of their, the stuff they put on their horns would would go a long longer way the people had a better understanding of that that's interesting adam rappa what aspect of trumpet playing do you think is the most overrated freedom from it entirely you know the ability to put the fucking horn down for a week or two or whatever you know to not be enslaved to to routine uh, you know, and I could I could follow up with that and say, well, there there are obviously uh, in in some way a routine is necessary to achieve greatness, but uh, you know, so but that's all in the asterisks, that's all in the in the small print. But basically, it would be uh, to divorce yourself, to separate yourself from the idea that you have to be a slave to the instrument and a slave to a particular routine in order to achieve your goals. Okay, uh, what do you think is the most underrated aspect of playing? Wait, I thought that was the... No, that was, that was uh, I meant to say, the first one should have been overrated. So that would be the underrated. So what do you think that was overrated? Yeah, overrated range. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, and, and uh, I mean, so many people are, are impressed by, by something that's musically juvenile, you know, just because it involves a high note, whereas they don't give two shits about something that is as, as deep as the ocean. But, you know, it never made it above the staff, so it didn't really connect with them. Right. Good. Mike Vax. Okay, uh, let's switch back into the trumpet world uh, for these next few questions. So these are definitely going to be trumpet related. Uh, the first question is, what do you think is the most overrated aspect of trumpet playing? 
high notes. Simple as that. Everybody wants to play high notes. And look, I know that from the early 70s, I was one of the people that created that whole that whole thing, you know, it's that you're out there in front and, and you're, you're playing all these high note solos and everybody's like, oh, wow. But, you know, to me, you know, the old adage that, that, that uh, most of the money on trumpet is made below high C. <laughs> and um, I, the way I look at it when we talk about high notes in clinics, I, I liken it to uh, if you have a really good cake and you have frosting. I love frosting. I don't think I would like a cake that was made entirely of frosting. What's wrong with you, man? Pardon me? I said, what's wrong with you? <laughs> I got to have a little cake in there too. And so, so the search for high notes, first of all, to me, high notes come from endurance, not the other way around. You don't kill yourself with high notes in order to gain endurance. You work on endurance with flexibilities and characteristic studies and all these things. Get to where you can really play a long time and have good chops, and that will help build your, your range. But yeah, I think the most overrated, the most sought after thing that, that it's overdone is high notes. Okay, so opposite end, what do you think the most underrated aspect of playing is? Musicianship. I think that we, when we play, the most important thing is to be a great musician, not a great trumpet player. And I think that that comes from studying beauty, studying people who have played beautiful, beautiful music. And when you play, whether you're reading a part, whether you're playing a jazz chorus, you know, whether you're playing lead trumpet, whatever, can you make beautiful music? Can you play music that's stylistically correct, that has good time, good phrasing, you know? And, and, and like with improvisation, I hear an awful lot of young people who've studied all the Coltrane fourth slicks and they've learned every scale that fits every chord and their solos sound like exercises. Yeah. And I tell them, go back and listen to some of the soloists from the 30s some of them that weren't that well trained, and listen to the beauty of their improvised solos. They're telling a story. It's not just notes, it's musical phrases, and it's the same as writing a book. You have sentences, you have paragraphs, you have chapters, you have a whole story. And that has to be in music too. Yeah, yeah, it's communication. Yep. Mike Williams. We're going to go back into the world of trumpet. Uh, what aspect of trumpet playing do you think is the most underrated? This is really good because I've been talking to a lot of students and contemporaries about this. Uh, these underlining nuances Okay, so and what those were would be vibrato, shakes. Um, I'm going to do a, a. I've been before the the play kit. I was going to get this thing about different shakes, these nuances, the vibrato, the shakes, and and of course it's easy for me to come up with this because of all the years on the bassy band doing this stuff every night. There's a lot of bands that don't use vibrato. Well, that's their style. But a lot of bands don't use vibrato because they don't know about how to do it and the, the, pos the possibilities. The shakes. I hear a great, a, a great trumpet player play, and then he has to do a shake, and it's like he's got a stock shake, and it's just so out of character. And uh, so those nuances, the do-its, the point, the, the fall-off, all the, 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 those things that make jazz sound like jazz that a lot of people aren't doing these days. Um, I think they're, they're underrated. Uh, a lot of the, the, the band directors, high school band directors, underrate them because they don't know what to do with them. 
you know. Uh, so I will say the jazz, the, the jazz nuances, especially pertaining to the big bands. Yeah. Okay. Cool. All right. So it, with if you uh, have classified those as the the most underrated, what would you say are the most overrated aspects of trumpet playing? The overrated. The high notes, oh God, you know, I don't want to step on any toes, but you know, I'm seeing now that I've, on Facebook, what would we have done without Facebook during this kind of crisis? <laughs> maybe learn something more, maybe learn how to read a book. Okay. So, or cook a brisket. Oh man! Oh, what was the question? What's what do you think is the most overrated aspect of trumpet playing? Like, like, okay, like, like the high note. Everybody wants to hear the high notes. Okay, it's exciting. A high note on a trombone or a two, but not so exciting. On a flugelhorn, who cares? On a trumpet, well, who cares? Unless it's a really bright high note, and it's like, and now you see all these people on the Facebook playing these things. And some of them can't stand it unless they play a G above double C, you know. So I'm kind of kind of sick of it now. Like it just takes there's too much, you know. Uh, you have so much of something, and it's okay. Here's a good one. Um, the more you say, the less it means. That's a good quote. That's a great quote. Okay, the less it means. Maybe I should have used that then. Whatever. Um, for trumpet. The most overrated. It, it, I'd, I'd probably say, say uh, maybe that, you know, and you got to be, I have to be careful. You know, step on some toes and whatever. You know, this is the way it is. Some people and want, want to play the Carnival of Venice. You know what? I played the shit out of that thing when I was a senior in high school when I should have been learning how to play a C7 chord. I can't play the Carnival of Venice now. The Arbans, you know, I can't play, play that. But if I'd have been trying to learn my scales and arpeggios, it might be a lot better, all right? A big overrated thing, okay, etudes. People are playing etudes for the wrong reason. I'm seeing a lot of this on Facebook. Okay, listen to me play this and this and this. Well, that's great. A lot of my buddies out there who are going to say, oh, oh, no, he's wrong. Well, no, I'm right because these etudes are written not for the sake of the etude. They're to help you to learn how to play the trumpet better. So when you start having an etude as a goal, for the sake of that, it's wrong. You got to figure out the point of the etude and get on with it. I never practice a whole Charlier, at maybe the number two, you know, the, the ones that are really pretty or, or whatever. But a lot of these Charliers, if you just do part of it, that's, and you get through it, that's the point, okay? Um, but there's the musical, I mean, there's a goal to, to play a lot of these etudes through. There's, there's a lot of benefits for doing that, but you got to know why you're playing these these etudes, you know. And the fast notes, that's great. It's kind of like high notes. You're going to impress the crap out of some people on that. But when you get to the point to where you can't play musically, playing musically is really underrated. I see a lot of people on, on the Facebook and they're going, this is me doing this. And a lot of them sincerely are asking for help. You know, yeah. what can I do? Well, this is me doing this. There. And uh, it sounded like, okay, you played the notes, but where's the phrasing and all that? You know, phrasing is underrated. Well, nuances, that's, I said that's underrated. Um, but oh, overrated, you know, the, the, okay. The sensationalism of what the trumpet can do. 
you know, if we can't play a Con Coney lyrical study and make somebody feel from that, all that other stuff to wow people, it's not going to go as far as you might think. You know, and a lot of people just wowing themselves. Oh, yeah. yeah. Listen to me. Well, what do I do all day? I guess I sit in here and wow myself, right? You can go blind doing that. <laughs> now you can see. You know, I'm, I'm with you 100% on that because, I mean, there's... Um, you know, yes, technique is is important, but it's uh, yeah. I, I tell people in martial arts the same thing that uh, you know everything that uh, you know, when you're learning stuff like this, it's it's to help you be able to express what you want to express with less restrictions. You know, so yeah, if you can if you can play you know Clark two at seven hundred beats a minute, uh, then Great. That means you've got supreme technical facility. But if you don't have a valid idea or if you don't have a valid intention or emotion that you're trying to express, then it's just it's basically musical masturbation. So um, that's it. Like that Carnival of Venice. I reached my goal. And that's very important. I'm senior in high school. I'm going to put here. I'm going to go up one notch a day if possible. And by the time it's time. It's go. And yeah, man, I had that thing. But like I say, that's all I could play, you know, as far as anything, anything good. Yeah, well, I got to be able to play some lyrical stuff, you know. Yeah, yeah. I've I've often uh, talked about. Um, especially with, with younger, well, like I said, also because of my background in martial arts and, and with musicians as well, uh, talking about the difference between, uh, like, uh, you know, being someone who's technically correct and, and, you know, having no feeling and maybe being a little sloppy, but having a lot of feeling. It's like, you know, if, if you could listen to a great guitar player who's got, you know, chops out the wazoo, uh, but all he's doing is just playing, you know, fast riffs. But you listen to B.B. King play, you know, two, three notes and you automatically can feel what he's trying to get Lucille to tell you. So, uh, you know, it, it, you're right. But then there come a time. There come a time. Preach. I like to listen. Maybe not for hours on end. Listen to a little bit of uh, Megadeth and Metallica. Yeah, because it's, I'm going because for, for the reason that they can wow and say, hey, how do they do that? You know, um, and if it, especially if it's rocking out, I like to rock out some. You know, yeah, yeah, and absolutely. Then, then then chill out on the on the other end. Yeah, man, do you remember the Dixie Dregs? Oh, Steve Morse. Get out! People have forgot about that. Oh man, those guys couldn't even read, and they what facility that? They, but when they fuck out on some ice cakes, oh man, I still get a groove on that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that was the band. That was uh, that was big when I was in uh, when I first started college. I mean, we were we were all listening to the Dregs. So, Charles Hargett. What aspect of trumpet playing do you think is most overrated? Um, high notes. Uh, and, you know, the competitiveness isn't there anymore. I think every, I touched on this earlier, I think that players uh, tend to share their knowledge and uh, tend to encourage others and bring them up and nurture. So it's not the competitiveness. I can't use that I, a few years ago in my life, I would have said that. So high notes, uh, because no one wants to hear that unless it's musical. And there's only four or five guys that can do it musically. Yep, okay. What do you think is the most overrated, or underrated, excuse me, I did overrated. So what do you think is the most underrated aspect of trumpet playing? Oh, good tone. Uh, we, we, we know that, but younger players coming up, uh, 
I hope they're getting the education that we got in just have, creating a sound that starts up here, but having that sound, having something there, because if you just blow and you get that thin sound, I, I just don't like a thin sound. So good, good tone. It, it's underrated. It, it's more important, it's more important. Otherwise it's not interesting to listen to. Yeah. Okay, cool. Rob Qualick. What aspect of trumpet playing do you think is the most overrated? High note playing. Okay. All right. What aspect do you think is the most underrated? Improvisation. Okay. So we'll be looking at Taming the Changes coming out as your third book. Oh, I'm not going to be writing that one. You don't want to hear me. <laughs> so I can barely make it through. You'd be like, ooh, I guess that's Okay. <laughs> when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Danny Falcone. What aspect of trumpet playing do you consider uh, to be the most overrated? What aspect? Maybe, you know, God, that's tough, man. That's a tough one. Boy, oh boy, you caught me there. I, I don't know, actually. Um, maybe, you know, technical prowess. It might be a little, I mean, depending on what you're doing, you know, I mean, for what I do, it's not as important that I have a killer triple and double tongue as it is that I have a good sound and a good foundation, but that's part of it. So I don't, you got me, damn it, you stopped me. <laughs> Overrated. I think that's all important. That's the thing. Like, I can't think of one thing about, trumpet playing that I wouldn't want to work on. I, I don't know. I'm sorry. Got me again. Damn, yeah. I'm a bad guest, man. Uh, no, you're not. No, you're not. You appear on that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so here's the flip side of that. What aspect of trumpet playing do you think is the most underrated? Oh, I think, um, well, nowadays I think sound. I think sound is underrated because most people don't have to worry about their sound so much because everybody's playing in mics and it's amplified. And all. I mean, like personal sound, you know, your, your own thing, you know, you'll hear a lot of guys, they sound alike. Like sometimes it's hard to tell who's playing. Like, like, you know, as a kid, like when I heard Miles Davis, right. Dizzy Gillespie, or I heard uh, Bernie Glow, or I heard, you know, um, uh, any of those guys, that, that's, you knew in two, two notes, I can tell you who that is, right? That yeah. personal sound, that's missing in a lot of guys today. I hear guys that they all could be somebody else. Like, well, that, and, I, and I, I don't take this the right, the wrong way. I don't mean it like this, but like a lot of Yamaha trumpets, like some, some people when they play a Yamaha trumpet sound like they're playing a Yamaha trumpet. It doesn't sound like them. It's, it's the sound of the horn. Right. Make sense? And some people play Yamahas and, you would never, I mean, I just mean that that's how I hear it sometimes. I'll, I'll go, oh, that's a Yamaha. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Where I'll hear Wayne play it. Now, that doesn't sound like Yamaha. It sounds like Wayne. You know what I yeah. mean? So I think the, what's missing in a lot of younger guys is, is a personality in their sound. Something that makes you go, oh, that's Jim New or whoever. You know, you know immediately that's who that person is. Yeah. Sound a yeah. little homogenous, you know, and, and I, that's, that's what, I'm, what I feel. Yep, I'm with you on that one. I'm probably going to get a lot of shit from Yamaha about that. I don't mean that they're horny. Yeah. I just uh, mean they're so good, you know, they're, yeah. they have a certain sound to them. And if you don't change that, it's going to dictate it, you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, uh, and, and the same could be, you know, said in some in many cases, like, you know, for like the box. Right. You know, so for so many long, you know, that's why everybody wanted to play a box. If you were in this section, you had to play a box so that you, because of the sound characteristics of the horn. But, uh yeah, I, I agree with you on that. Well, like I mean, when you hear Jerry Hay play a Bach, or you hear Jerry Hay play a Clickio, it sounds like Jerry Hay. Yeah, you don't know that that's a Bach or a Click. You just know that's Jerry. Yeah, you know what I mean? that's what I mean by that. You yeah, know, exactly. A Yamaha, you don't know it's a Yamaha. It's just that's Bobby Shue. It's no matter what yeah. he's playing. Yeah, that's yeah. that's what I'm trying to get at. 
Yeah, absolutely. With you on that. Yeah. And I, and I think that's, that's a, like you said, it's an underrated thing because, um, and, and, and to, for some, to some degree, I think it, it's uh, instilled uh, for better or worse in uh, the education system where, uh, you know, teachers have a, a sound concept and they want every, you know, they want people to have this, this somewhat, like you said, homogenous sound so that, you know, uh, it, you know, well, you know, you don't want your sound to be too bright. You don't want your sound to be too dark. You know, you want to be right here in the middle, which, eh, you know, it's okay, but, but you, then it lacks the personality, you know, you're, you're changing who you are, uh, that, that is what's coming out of the horn, you know, the scent, because like, you know, you, you, uh, studied with, uh, with Gary and, you know, doing the, uh, the Adam stuff, you know, the sound starts up here, you know? And so, uh, if you don't have a, if you don't have a personal sound, then that means that you're, you're losing a, you've lost the connection from, from here and here, your heart, right. uh, it's not coming out the horn. Exactly. So, yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that. So Yamaha, sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's a, I could have said anybody. I could have yeah, said yeah. whatever. Yes. No, but, any but, horn that has a certain sound to it, if you don't make it your own, it's going to sound like that. that I just yeah. thought of Yamaha. Yeah, yeah. Well, the backpedaling here is unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. All right. Jerry Hay. What aspect of trumpet playing do you feel is the most overrated? High notes. Period. Uh, what aspect of trumpet playing do you think is the most underrated? Sound. Mm. So those were easy for you, man. You're just like, boom, right on that. <laughs> Mike Del Quadro. Uh, what aspect of trumpet playing do you think is the most overrated? Oh, man, people are going to hate me for saying this. High notes. You're not alone in that? Man, because the guys that can do the high notes really, really, really well can do every fucking other thing really, really, really well. So it's like, you know, it's it's a measure of a great trumpet player, sure, but it's to me, it's absolutely not the be all time at all. They're they're amazing trumpet players who 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 can't play above high. Seat. Yeah. Okay. What do you think the most underrated aspect is? Uh. Beauty of tone. <laughs> I, I hate to say it, but you know, it, yeah, beauty of tone. Uh, unfortunately, there are too many other aspects that we focus on as, as trumpet geeks. Tom Walsh. What aspect of trumpet playing do you feel is the most overrated? High notes. Dare I say it? It's kind of, I, I get way more kind of, like impressed isn't the word, but it, I'd much rather listen to someone that's got like a really big fat sound from top to bottom. I don't, I, I think, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's weird because of course people will always kind of pick holes in that. If you, if you have any recorded evidence of you playing high, but that's not, that's certainly not my favorite part of it. All right. Um, what aspect of trumpet playing do you think is the most underrated? Consistency of sound. Yeah. The whole kind of trying to sound, the same from bottom to top and making it a blank canvas, I guess, trying to, I try and think of, well, this is my, I th I, this is my, of course my opinion. I think that people should be able to have any dynamic, any note, any range, I guess, or, or try and aim for that. Jeff Kerno. What aspect of trumpet playing do you think is the most overrated? Aspect of trumpet playing that's the most overrated. Um, Oh boy, that's a good that that's a good question. Most overrated. Wow, uh, range. I would say range. Uh, most of the players I love uh, don't go out of the staff. <laughs> you know, Chet and Miles. And, uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, that's what I would say. Okay, so what aspect do you think is the most underrated? Oh, uh, phrasing, musicianship. Um, you know, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Scott Belk. Uh, what aspect of trumpet playing do you feel is the most overrated? Um, power or the size of somebody's sound. I mean, that, that is, uh, 
people are looking at having a huge sound. I think that's uh, um, highly overrated. Okay. When I have beautiful sound or, you know, something that, you know, but size of the sound is, yeah. Size doesn't matter is what you're saying. Not when it comes to sound. Okay. Uh, what aspect of trumpet playing do you think is the most underrated? Soft playing. Augie Haas. Uh, what aspect of trumpet playing do you think is the most overrated? Upper register playing. Says the man with the book. Build your <laughs> hey, man, you have to be able to know before you can. I always say school's a waste of time, and I know because I did it all. <laughs> okay, what do you think is the most underrated aspect of trumpet playing? Time. Kenny Robinson. Kenny, this is going to be a two-part question for you. Okay. Okay. Uh, first part is, what aspect of trumpet playing do you think is the most overrated? The most overrated aspect, the aspect of trumpet playing? Mm -hmm. High note playing. Okay. What do you think the most underrated aspect of trumpet playing is? Good tone in the low register. Okay. Um, that's, that's, that's my opinion because uh, I remember um, um, my, my dad was a trumpet player. And um, when he heard, first heard Maurice Andre, he was impressed with his low register, how beautiful it was. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's the most underrated, a beautiful tone in the low register. Yeah. Very good. Um, Frank David Green. Uh, what aspect of trumpet playing do you think is the most overrated? Aspect? Hmm. Um, I'd say technique for technique's sake. Okay. What aspect of trumpet playing do you think is the most underrated? Um, subtlety. All the subtlety of a flying mallet. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> Sorry, that really tickled me. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're all guilty of that sometimes. Yes. <laughs> Vinny Cheshelsky. All right, what aspect of trumpet playing do you think is the most overrated? Uh, overrated. High notes. High trumpet playing. I think, uh, I think a lot of times in... in in certain circumstances, it doesn't serve the music very well. You know, once you put a high note on that, and, I'm, and sometimes I'll just say, yeah, I will, but I just don't think it's necessary, you know? Yeah. yeah. Uh, what aspect of trumpet playing do you think is the most underrated? Multiple, multiple tonguing. I think that's, uh, especially on the commercial side of things. Uh, obviously in the classical world, they're, they're, you know, very, very focused on it, but being able to double tongue uh, honestly, being able to double tongue a high G proficiently, um, <clears throat> yeah, man, I think that that is a, a skill that is highly underrated. Uh, most people are just struggling to squeak those notes out. But you know, like there's the story of, I mean, it's either Fattis or it's or it's Wayne Bergeron or it's somebody, and and somebody says, man, I, I'm having trouble with this horn. You know, the the high F one or high G on this horn doesn't just doesn't speak. And well, let me see it. And they take it and they put their mouthpiece in and they go. And they go, feels okay to me. Hand it back to the guy. <laughs> That, that sounds like a fattest thing. Right that, could be, that could be a fattest thing, but it could, really could be any of those guys, you know. Yeah, I mean, and, 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 but yeah, yeah, John. John is definitely a character when it comes to stuff like that. Uh, Mark Zaus. What aspect of trumpet playing do you feel is the most overrated? High notes. Ah, okay. Now, what aspect of, the trumpet, of trumpet playing do you feel is the most underrated? Playing music playing musical, playing actual music. Why would a trumpet player ever want to play music? Right, right. What's the point? <laughs> yeah. High notes, music. It's a, it's a war weapon. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Terry Walburton. What aspect of trumpet playing do you feel is the most overrated? 
oh, that's got to be Tom. No, that's a joke. <laughs> um, playing high notes, it's overrated only because a lot of people don't do it musically. Some do, very few. But for the most part, it's a lot of young kids aspire to it and they really should be thinking about some other aspect of trumpet playing. Okay. What aspect of trumpet playing do you think is the most underrated? Tone. Tone. <laughs> High notes. <laughs> well, let, let me ask, because I normally ask that question, but I want to change this up. I'm going to ask the same question, but I want, you, uh, I, I want your opinion on what do you think the most um, overrated aspect of uh, equipment is the most overrated aspect expecting it to do what you can't that is a big one right <laughs> come on that was good well i mean i thought you 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 uh, installed the the double high c's in in the horns at the factory and i was surprised no when... the first the first no, the first horn I install that in, I'm keeping it. <laughs> Kenny Rampton. What aspect of trumpet playing do you feel is the most overrated? High notes. Right, what aspect of trumpet playing do you think is the most underrated? Sound. Right. Jose Sabaja. What aspect of trumpet playing do you feel is the most overrated? Overrated? Overrated. Fast playing. Okay. What aspect of trumpet playing do you feel is the most underrated? Long tones. Willie Murillo. What aspect of trumpet playing do you think is the most overrated? High notes. Okay. And what aspect do you think is the most underrated? Beauty. Lyrical. Walter White. Uh, what aspect of trumpet playing do you feel is the most overrated? Um, besides the high register, um, I think that's probably the most overrated thing, the, the high notes. Uh, what aspect do you feel is the most underrated? Um, high notes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think um, I think style is one of the aspects that's you know underrated, uh, stylistic. Um, you know, sure everybody wants to be great technicians, but um, for me, I, I overlook. Uh, articulation a lot too but in a general sense style i think you know and and high notes maybe being overrated is is maybe because i i can play high notes i say that but uh, if i couldn't i would probably wish i could so i yeah. i, I those are hard, hard questions man yeah yeah that's why i ask them i ask the hard i ask the tough questions they should have me moderate the next debate gary grant um, what aspect of trumpet playing do you feel is the most overrated? High notes. And what aspect do you think is the most underrated? Uh, the beginning and the releasing of notes. Keith Fiala. What aspect of trumpet playing do you feel is the most overrated? High notes. Okay. And what aspect of trumpet playing do you feel is the most underrated? Playing musically. All right. Ronald Rom. What aspect of trumpet playing do you feel is the most overrated? Well, it's three parts, higher, louder, faster. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah it's, it's three answers, but, but yeah, yeah. you know what I mean. I know, know what you mean. 
Uh, what aspect do you, of trumpet playing do you feel is the most underrated? Melodic, beautiful melodic playing and intonation. So it's two things again. Intonation, which is musicianship. Okay, I think most of the thing that's under that, that and I need to qualify this. I, I know I'm going outside the, 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 the parameters of the answer. You go uh, for it. What, one, one of the things that really is distressing to me is that we forget that we are supposed to be musicians first and trumpet players next. And musicians play in tune, they sing in tune, and and they and and the the, the melody is 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 ensconced with intonation. The, the, we're on the third generation of trumpet players who refuse to play low D and low C sharp in tune. Third generation now, and I've watched it. It's absurd. Please play in tune. <laughs> well, you know, let, let's let, let's go with that for just a second. Um... So you said the third generation of players who refuse to play D and C sharp in tune. What precipitated that in your your observation? Just just either a, a, a conscious or unconscious uh, uh, inability to move the slide and play as though play 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 as though those notes can be in tune. We assume that they are out of tune because they're out of tune. That doesn't assume that they shouldn't be in tune. We're musicians. Musicians play and sing in tune. So D, and there's a there's a there's a there's a rubric that I use to for my students. Can I show you guys? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, all right. So you let me know if it's breaking up. It should be all right. Um, I take the let's let's say we're tuning D. So take the D on the on the, four, on the fourth line. And then play the third valve, like first and third, first and third, and adjust it until they match. And that position should be very close to where your low D, the octave below, should be. And you'll mostly see that it's significantly farther out. So let me show you that one. And then we're going to do C sharp. There's your low D. Hmm. Okay. And here's the C sharp. It's way out there. Wow. Way out there. Okay. And it's not it. that hard. All you got to do is use your ears. Now, if you don't want to use your ears, become a drummer. Well, if you, you got to yeah. have your good, you got to do yeah, I know. If you don't want to use your ears, don't use your slides. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Okay, that's my right. that's my that's my soapbox. I'm sorry, I didn't okay. mean to get on the soapbox, but it was important. Ron's soapbox. Dan Fernero, what aspect of trumpet playing do you feel is the most overrated? High notes. What aspect do you think is the most underrated? Good sound. Seraphine Aguilar, what aspect of trumpet playing do you feel is the most overrated? The upper register. Okay. What aspect of trumpet playing do you feel is the most underrated? A good, clean, pristine trumpet sound. There's too many people going on opposite directions. I, I believe that the trumpet has a certain sound um, that has a thick, rich core, but has brilliance to it as well. And I hear either brilliance or core with no brilliance at all or completely muddled sounds. You know, some of the jazz guys are kind of going off the deep end trying to make things sound darker and darker, but it just sounds diffused to me. 
the most beautiful sound to me is is, is that of, of a pristine, full sound, all the overtones with some brilliance to it, like Freddie, like Doc, Doc Simonson, with gorgeous sound. Maynard, <clears throat> Maynard Live had a gorgeous sound. It, it's unfortunate that I don't know why, but it was never able to be captured properly. So Maynard was one of those things that if you got a, you got a glimpse of it in recordings, but it was something else to hear it live. Yeah. Cause the man had a huge sound, huge, you know, and I, maybe he's just recording equipment can't capture all of, all of it. Cause it was huge, but I've never heard anybody sound like that. Yeah. Nobody. And I've stood next to all of them and none of them come close to him. The amount of volume he would produce, the sound was as big as a wall. I mean, cover a whole section uh, but it had also that sparkle. It was just that sparkliness, you know. It wasn't a tinny, small sound like some people would have you believe. So, yeah, just having that type of sound, full core with brilliance to it, that's what I think. When I think trumpet, I, I, that's that's the image uh, that I get in my head. Yeah. Okay, cool. Aaron Washington. Uh, what aspect of trumpet playing do you feel is the most overrated? Oh, uh, gear. Okay. If you're broke, it doesn't matter what you have. <laughs> you just make it work. There you go. Uh, and what aspect do you think is the most underrated? Patience. Okay. If you don't have patience, then you rush everything. You rush everything. You you develop bad habits, and yeah, you make trumping trump trumping uh, really hard for yourself. So patience is very important and under. Underrated. All right, cool. Lexi Signor. What aspect of trumpet playing do you think is the most overrated? High notes. What aspect of trumpet playing do you think is the most underrated? Flexibility. All right, well, I hope you enjoyed this highlight episode. And thank you so much for being a part of The Hang. Before we wrap up, I just want to thank a few key people. First of all, I want to thank my producer, Mitch Bauer. Mitch, couldn't do this without you, buddy. Really appreciate it. And I would also like to thank Dom, the intern, Dom, who has put together all those great highlight reels that we were uh, releasing each week. So thanks for your input and your suggestions and your hard work, Dom. And then I would, of course, like to thank all of my guests. So everyone who participated in this hang, you guys are the reason that I do this. You know, I love spending time talking trumpet and each and every one of you, I just love spending time talking to. So thanks for sharing your talent, your, your passion, your insight, your wisdom. This is a, a great opportunity for all of us to get to know each other better. And of course I need to thank each and every one of my listeners. So if you've been tuning in, thanks so much. And I promise you that 2021, we're going to raise the bar even higher. And I don't know how I'm going to do that because uh, we really did some, some great stuff this year. But I promise that I'm going to continue working to make this podcast so much better and bring you the quality of information and entertainment that you're looking for. All right. So. I know 2020 was a tough year for all of us, but a lot of great things came out of it. And I think that the Trumpet Gurus Hang is one of those things. So thanks for being a part of it. And please do me a huge, huge favor. Give me the biggest Christmas gift of all, which is make sure that you subscribe on the platforms and more important that you share this, right? If you've got any trumpet player friends or even friends who don't play trumpet, which who would have a friend who didn't play trumpet? That's kind of silly. Um, but share this with them because I want to get as many people into this community. And if you have a suggestion for a future guest, let me know because I, I need to reach out to as many people as possible. And I want to bring to you the people that you want to hear from. All right. So thank you so much for being part of the hang. Cheers and see you in 2021. Hey, thank you so much for hanging with us today. This podcast is all about creating connection through our mutual love for the trumpet life. 
I hope that you learned a few things about today's guest and had some laughs along the way. Don't forget to give us a review. We love those five-star ratings. And please share this podcast with your friends. We want to see our hang grow for show. Have a suggestion for a future topic or a guest? Hit me up at thetrumpetgurus at gmail.com. Our opening theme was written and performed by Lexi Signor, and all other music comes courtesy of The Greatest Funeral Ever. So in the words of W.C. Handy, life is like a trumpet. If you don't put anything into it, you don't get anything out. So go out there and let your trumpet sound, and I'll see you at the next hang.